This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. He's a well-respected high school football scout. Known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig, Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Friday matchup show. And guess what? It's not just a matchup show. It's the state championship open division matchup show featuring two of the top teams in the country. The top two teams here in Southern and Northern California. We will get to that game and we will break it all the way down. But before we do that, let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Greg Biggins. How you doing, GB? Hey, what up, Keith? How are you doing? Hey, man, we got a state championship game. And we sure do. You know what? I wish we didn't have one. Uh, season seems to be a couple of weeks too long. I'm not a big fan of modern day playing 15 games. They've played Bosco twice. They've played IMG. I think that's enough. Considering now we're going into a De La Salle team who's chomping at the bit to get some revenge after suffering last year's loss not just a loss, a blowout, embarrassing loss with six or seven turnovers against Modern Day. Not sure we need this game, but we have it nonetheless, Greg Biggs. And before we get into breaking that game down, as always on the Friday Matchup Show, we have to remind people that every week we have a Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really entrenched in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. RGB, we're back. Let's talk about it, man. You know more about De La Salle than I do, but I do know one thing, Greg Biggins. They had a kid named Henry Toto, who's one of the top linebackers in the country, and he loves to run to the football and hit. Talk to me about the De La Salle Spartans. Yeah, I mean, defensively, this is going to be a team, I would say, you know, comparable to St. John Bosco. 
defensively. Again, not athlete for athlete. Data Tell has never had athlete for athlete with some of the top SoCal teams, but talk about just schematically, um, how well they're coached, the system they have at Data Tell. It's a, it's a lot of overachievers, a D-line and O-line. You're not going to see a bunch of 300-pound kids, but man, they are, they are tough. They're physical. They play violent. They're so sound as far as technique that I've actually heard some college coaches say these kids come into us and we can't even coach them because they're already as coached up as, as they're ever going to be. Um, for those who you who know how great Folsom is, uh, put up 70 on Chaminade, uh, they just all shut them out in the first game of the year, 14 to nothing. Now, I think if they played again, that probably wouldn't happen, but it just goes to show you how good Data Sal is on the back end. They're really, really good. Uh, I have a couple kids that are kind of underrated, under-recruited for whatever reason. Amir Wallace, Shamar Garrett, are both these guys can play. Uh, Amir Wallace was the guy who shadowed Joe Nagata all over the field and, and really held him just a, a handful of catches. Obviously, you got to assume they're going to probably put Amir Wallace on Brew McCoy and see if he can do the same thing he did to Joe Nagata. Shamar Garrett is a two-way guy, uh, really good defensive back, but also a thousand-yard running back. So, Data uh, Cell offensively, it's not the prettiest thing in the world. They still run the veer. Um, it's three yards, it's five yards. Maybe they'll break a six-yarder, but it's a lot of just little runs. It's third and short. It's all, they're always third and short, and then they'll get that first down. Then it's, it's a grind when you have to play them because you know it's. It's, they're going to have a long, sustained running drive. The key that Marty was able to do last year and, and St. John Bosco the year before was they created some negative plays for Stenisell to throw the football. Uh, when Stenisell kind of had their way with Centennial or with Servite, some other teams they, they played in the, in the state game over the years, it was our defenses couldn't shut down their offense. Bosco two years ago, Marty last year, they were able to kind of get those teams into throwing situations. And that's not Dennis Sal. Not since Matt Gutierrez was throwing the ball, you know, years ago. Did they have a, a, a real true pass attack? Maybe, you know, actually, that's not true. They had a couple of guys, but for the most part, man, they just want, they want to run a ball down your throat. Uh, you mentioned Henry Toto, one of the nation's best. This is the top guy, linebacker, on Alabama's board. That, that's kind of where we have him leaning right now to Alabama. Isaiah Foskey is a big-time defensive end. Uh, also plays t- tight end, but I love that he's now kind of identifies himself as a defensive end. He's an edge rusher who's really good, probably a Notre Dame lean right now. So good secondary, physical up front. Offensively, they kind of want to wear you down, want to kill the clock. They want to basically kind of do what Marday did against Bosco two weeks ago. Is they want to run the clock, run the ball, and, and just keep possession and keep Marday off the field if they can. That's kind of how Dennis Al is going to try to win this game, Keith. You know what, Greg? <clears throat> First thing, you said something that really is a testament to the to the Dayla Sal coaching and the programs. When when their players get to the college level, they don't need to be coached. They're so well schooled and well drilled that they come in already technique sound and savvy. That's a unbelievable testament to the coaching and the discipline and the structure and the program there at De La Salle. I'm a, as a former coach, Greg, you don't know how. Maybe you do, but that that is something to behold. I can tell you that right now. Okay, that's number one. Number two, this will be an extremely motivated De La Salle team. After last year's shellacking by the Monarchs in the state championship game, I have to believe a storied De La, De La Salle program is going to come into this game spitting fire 
and crap and thunder, and they're going to be ready to come out and take modern day out. And I've got a feeling, Greg, we are in for a better game than most people anticipate. Isaiah Foskey is a ferocious pass rusher on that edge. He's 6'5", he's 230, 240. He's long, he's lean, but he's explosive. He's got some edge bend, and they get pressure. They push the pocket with some very quick defensive tackles. Henry Toto at linebacker is sideline to sideline and is a head basher. I don't mean he's causing CTE for people. I mean, he's a guy that runs relentlessly in pursuit, and he's going to get to the football, and when he gets there, it's a train wreck. Love him as a football player. On the back end, you talked about a guy like Garrett. Uh, the other kid, his name is slipping my slipping my memory right now, but you mentioned him. Yeah, Wallace. Wallace, yes. Those two guys can play. Like you said, they locked up. My number one receiver prospect in the country is Joe Nagata. And they locked him down, and they shut out an extremely explosive, fulsome offense led by Caden Bennett, who's probably going to be the player of the year up in the Sacramento area. It could be the state player of the year. Uh, and I'm sure he's probably in the running for that. And they shut those guys out. This De La Salle defense, they get after people. They just locked down Jay Butterfield and that Liberty squad last weekend, held him to seven points. Modern day better come in ready to play. They better they better not come in half-stepping because I can guarantee this De La Salle team is chomping at the bit to avenge last year's loss and get some redemption and put some respect on their name, Greg Biggins. After being wiped off the map in last year's state finals, this is going to be good. Their offense... Yeah. You know, you, as you spoke to it, I'm going to let you jump in here real quickly. As you spoke to it, their offense isn't as efficient as years past. They can't get behind versus a modern day team who thrives on, you know, broken plays and Bryce being out the pocket and improvising. He's the magician. Dennis Howe will need to play from in front. But uh, the defense is going to keep them around. I think they'll keep them in the game for a very, very long time. I think this game is going to go down to the fourth quarter, GB. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to kind of piggyback on your respect. If, if people, you know, don't respect De La Salle and, and their program, they need a serious history lesson because this is a program that, for me, there's nobody I respect more. And this is from a Southern California guy who kind of grew up in the, you know, early 80s, um, Early 90s, kind of said, oh, Data Sal, who would they play? They, they played down here. That streak wouldn't happen. And then I watched them when they came and played modern day at Anaheim Stadium, the, the mecca of sports, the Big A itself, the Holy Grail. Take off your shoes, Anaheim Stadium, Mike Trout. It's holy ground, Keith. I was there on the sideline watching DJ Williams yeah. and Kevin Simon. Yeah. And these guys just took apart a really good modern day team. And I was said, oh my gosh, okay, maybe modern day's down this year. Let's see what happens next year. And guess what happened next year? Same, same thing. thing. Bigger blowout. And they, and they played Long Beach Poly, the game of the decade. Long Beach Poly had five guys in the top 100 for the first time ever. Herschel Dennis, Manuel Wright, Mercedes Lewis. First Don super Yon team. Bing. Yeah, first super they, team. They were ridiculously loaded. They had juniors. Junior Lamau, they, they were loaded. I looked at the South and I said, okay. 
They just tell us, got some dudes. I just don't see how they can physically measure up. And then the guy named Maurice Drew, who now goes by the name Maurice Jones Drew, at that time, he was just Maurice Drew, literally ran over and through and around and somersaulted his way into the history books. And it was an absolute, it was a two touchdown game, but it was never that close. It was Dendisal. And again, they did it without, you know, a bunch of transfers. It was pretty much, for the most part, homegrown kids. It, it was the most beautiful football I've ever seen. And yeah. it, now it's, it's a little bit different now when they come and play, you know, the big SoCal teams. They still dominate NorCal. I saw some crazy stats. They haven't lost to a NorCal team in I don't know how many years. But, you know, St. John Bosco and Meyer Day have both beat them up the last two years pretty convincingly. But this is still a program that does everything the right way from the coaching staff to their conditioning to just how they play the game hard on that edge. I mean, it's, they're physical. They'll hit the cra- they'll, they'll, the receivers when they block on the field. I mean, they are not a, a nice little finesse team. They are mean, angry. But they play, for me, just such a pure form of football. So you've got to respect the, the program and the history. So hopefully modern day gets that. Otherwise, they're going to get popped in the mouth. And again, no disrespect to the Monarch offense, but I've seen them live the last two weeks against Bosco and Centennial and they haven't looked like a state championship offense in either of those two games. This NSL defense is going to be really, really good. It's comparable to Centennial and Bosco's defense. Sure. So it's going to be, I mean, Marty's defense is going to really have to come to play. In fact, I will, have, I, I will go on record kind of similar to maybe this last week, always got to get a Rams reference in. You know, it was the Rams defense that kind of won this past weekend. It might be Marty's defense will have to rise up like they did against Bosco and Centennial. It might have to be Marty's defense. Three weeks in a row that kind of rides up. Maybe get a key fumble, an interception. For whatever reason, Dana Sal is so efficient, but the last two years against Bosco and Marty in the state game, and they turn the ball over like that thing had butter on it. Yeah, they've imploded. Insane, sure. insane thing. I mean, penalties and just silly stuff that you never see from an NSL team except for the last two years. So, right. um, <clears throat> Marty's got to force some stuff, right? They got to force some stuff, force turnovers. And Marty's got a camp offense, and Marty has to capitalize on that. Bryce has to come up big and play big. Brew McCoy will have a, a tough matchup. Like I mentioned, Shamar Garrett shut down Joe Nagata. He, he'll probably go one one with Brew McCoy until they see how that matchup goes. Mike Martinez has been lights out all year. Uh, they, only need, they need a secondary receiver. They got to try to run the ball. Um, but Marty will have to score some points because that NFL team, uh, physically, defensively, they will definitely come to play. They're going to come up and they will bang all night long for sure. If they don't turn the ball over, like you said, it'll be a fourth quarter game. If they turn the ball over more than three or four times, then I think I could see another three or four touchdown game. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I think this game goes deep into the fourth quarter. This will be a defensive battle. I'm a little concerned. Modern day's run defense has been exploited at times this year. Uh, first by Trey Sanders and IMG. Secondly by you know uh, uh, George Halani and that Bosco offensive line, physical offensive front. It'll remind you of De La Salle's offensive line, Greg. I have some concern here. I think this is a low scoring game. I think it's a defensive struggle. I think special teams will play a role. You know, uh, De La Salle special teams will be uh, efficient and on point. Guys will run their lanes. They'll keep the ball on their inside shoulder. They're going to tackle. I see a very close game. I see a defensive battle 
the game going deep into the fourth quarter. Somebody's going to have to make a play to win it for modern day or, or, or either team. But if you ask me, the play is to be made on offense. Modern day has more of the offensive firepower. I think a guy like Brew McCoy on a big catch down the field late. I think I see how I think this is how I see this game playing out. Doesn't mean I'm always right. As my good friend Kathy McKinley on Twitter reminded me, every time I've picked against Modern Day this year, they've Modern Day has shocked and surprised me with a W. Not really shock and surprise, but um, I'm not gonna pick against Modern Day on this one. But I do think this game is gonna go down to the wire. As you said, Greg, this De La Salle team will bang you defensively. They are top-notch. If you had to say, you know, Keith, who are the top defensive teams you've seen in the country this year, because I've watched a lot of high school football, De La Salle probably is at the top of that list. This defense is very, very impressive. Watch the tape versus Chaminade, and it was an absolute massacre. With that being said, Greg, I like modern day here late on a big play. Bryce making a throw. Brew making a play. Mike Martinez making a play. I like modern day here. 17. De La Salle, 14. Modern day repeats as the mythical national champions in high school football. Brew McCoy goes out in a blaze of glory. Two-time national champ, Bryce Young, goes into the offseason as the number one rated dual threat, getting ready to lead modern day back in the 2019 season to try to make a three-peat run at a natty. And Coach Rollinson really caps off an unbelievable career. And, you know, I'm not saying the guy should walk away. I think he's going to be done after the 2019 season. I think he'll be – I think he's going to hang it up. But cap off another great season with a state title and a natty for uh, Coach Rollison. So 17-14, Greg, modern day. That's my call. De La Salle will fight to the death. I just don't think they have enough offensively to pull it out late in the game. So modern day is my call. 17-14, Monarchs, state champs, natty champs. Put an end to the the open division, division one, whatever you want to call it, season. Yeah, I think one one edge that Modern Day has defensively is they they played Dana Sal before. Um, you know, if you haven't played Dana Sal before, you, you get freaked out with that offensive line. They they are so low and they come off the ball so fast and hard, like you can't really simulate that. But Modern Day has seen that a few times now, so I think they can simulate that, and they'll be ready for that. And obviously, I don't think they're the South's offensive line or their running game is. You know, they don't have a they don't have a Trey Sanders or or George Lyons. They don't have the same kind of offensive line that those two teams have. So I think Modern Day should be able to hold them down a bit. The question is, you know, what kind of success will Modern Day have offensively? That's the matchup I'm I'm dying to watch is offensively. You know, how do they kind of counter what what Dana South wants to do to them? You know, do they try to establish a running game, you know, with Kobe Harper, with Sean Dollars? Do they, you know, use a short passing game? Do they try to get Brew deep if he does if it does have one-on-one coverage? So, but uh, good good breakdown, Keith. Like I, I don't know if you mentioned at the top, of the top of the show, but only one game this weekend because the fires, there was a, a bunch of NorCal regionals that got pushed back. So sure. just this one game this weekend, and then next weekend there will be a full slate of games. Um, that's going to be in two weeks, the 14th and the 15th. Yeah, full slate of games next week. 
And uh, but we have the biggest one this week, Greg. So I'm excited about that, and uh, I'm excited to to watch you know this modern day team kind of bring the season to a close. You know, Greg, if I had to ask you who's going to be the difference maker for that modern day team to pull this one out, who would you say it'd be? That's a good question. I mean, considering I, I, I considering the matchup, de- right? Considering yeah, the no, matchups on both sides. Their def- uh, yeah, I think it's okay. going to be their defense. So okay. I don't know if I have an individual player as much as I have like a unit, a modern day front seven, correct? Right. But but probably the guy. If you're going to say, hey, this guy has to make a play. I will, I will always say with Bryce Young because I always, I always value the quarterback position so highly at the high school level especially. So Bryce will have to make at least one big one big play, um, I think, to, to pull this one out. Whether it's a scramble, make three guys miss and, and find someone, or just a straight drop back, hit brew and stride. He'll need to make at least a couple big plays. But the modern-day front seven will be is my key unit to watch. Modern-day front seven led by four-star defensive tackle. Keon Ware Hudson battling through some injuries but laying it all out on the line for a state championship we will see how it all goes down Cerritos College right down the street from my house Greg Biggins I could literally walk to the game not literally but I ain't gonna do that it's gonna be a little cold Friday night I ain't walking nowhere we'll see how it goes down though that's all we got for your matchup show today. We got one game this week, guys. One game. That's all we got for you. Coach Keith, GB, and uh, it's the Transparent Truth. Thank you for joining us. Till next time, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.